Welcome everyone to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast, the podcast focused on leadership. The episode will begin shortly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Dr. John Bedker Leadership Podcast. I am your host, John Bedker. Well, we're approaching the holiday season. Many of us are already in it. Well, I thought this would be a good time, a bit of a year in review. Take a moment, talk about those things that we have talked about. It's been an incredible year, an important year for leadership. As I've often stated in these podcasts, it's perhaps one of the most important times in our lives for leadership. The importance of it, the need of it, and your skill at it. As you know, we take two perspectives, both theory and practice. We take contemporary events. We take what's going on in our world today and say, what are the leadership implications? And we've talked about a wide range of topics, and I'm going to kind of tick through some of them and the importance of not only the podcast, which I thank you all so much for tuning into, but for the path that we're on in leadership in our world. Okay, so let's begin, as they say, at that beginning. We began by talking about guiding principles. What are those foundational things, those benchmark qualities that leaders need to have, regardless of the size or composition and nature of that enterprise, that business, that organization, that institution. There are those things that we all need to be particularly good at. We touched on a bunch of those. And let me just say some of these things, what we're doing right now, communication, so important. Knowing what to say, when to say it, how to say it, really important. Obviously, we've talked about awareness, positional awareness, who you are, where you are, and situational awareness, that topic that leads us to strategy, which leads us to two really important leadership core competencies, as I'd call them in many of these episodes, and those would be judgment and decision-making. All right, so that's how the year began. We began talking about some of these guiding principles, some of these leadership core competencies. I then went on to talk about some leaders in the next few episodes. Understanding that we need to know more, though, than just what that leader says. We need to know what they do. As important as words are, and they are, and we need to make sense and meaning of what leaders say, we also need to see after that fact, after those statements, what do they do? Is their word their bond? And if it is, we should celebrate. And if it is not, we should challenge and hold accountable. Okay, that's how the, that's how the year began. We began talking about sort of some baseline things. Uh, next episode, we're up to uh, episode seven now. 
It's talking about the democracy. Lots of uh, stories about that in this past year, uh, not only in the United States, but globally. I gave a, uh, a talk about, is democracy in peril? I used a piece uh, from uh, the incoming president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, who has been under a tremendous amount of pressure for comments she made at the end of this year. But I used her at the beginning. She was very hopeful about the possibilities, not certainty, but possibilities of democracy. And now at the end of the year, with her in so much trouble for comments about Israel and Palestine and relationship to the Israel-Hamas war, it brings us full circle. So there we were at the beginning and at the end of the year. I then began to talk uh, in a series of episodes about institutional leadership. So important. We have great faith in our institutions. Well, democracy as an institution was a bit under attack. It remains so. But I spoke about other institutions and sadly, tragically, institutional leadership failures. Did a series on the Catholic Church. Not on Catholics, not on the Church, but on its leadership. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops has been an abysmal leadership failure. This all-male, right-wing, political institution, wow, so far and so distant from a faith which so many people need and feel so deeply about. A very, very real institutional leadership failure. Well, then I think it's important not to be on that negative to talk about an exemplary leader. Show us an example of someone who's really doing this incredible job. In episode 10, I spoke about Steve Kerr, an exemplary leader, person of basketball, a basketball player, and a highly successful and effective basketball coach. Talking about his backstory and the successes that that backstory led him to is a story of exemplary leadership. Well, then we returned to some institutional leadership failures. And certainly a glowing one is on the gun crisis in America. Gun culture, gun violence, and yeah, gun culture. It is not helpful. It has been actually very, very challenging, very difficult. And so we spoke about it, gave a lot of analytics, numbers, because it's an emotionally charged, it's a politically charged issue, but we focused on the leadership. What do analytics tell us? Analytics are an important source of information for leaders, and we spoke about that and the implications for leaders. Okay, after that, I did another series internationally 
on institutional leadership, in particular, the country of Belarus. This was a four-part podcast series, and it's something that I had firsthand and direct knowledge about as the U.S. Fulbright Scholar to Belarus during the prequel to war between Russia and Ukraine. So sitting at that intersection gave me a particularly valuable front row seat, literally and figuratively, about the country of Belarus. We talked about these many axes of investigation, something that's important for leaders to do, investigate on many axes. I spoke about Belarus socially, politically, economically, and certainly militarily, but each from that framework of the leader. Lukashenko is the president of Belarus, an autocratic dictator. Belarus, in fact, is known as the last dictatorship in Europe. And so we spent some time talking about that. Well, then we had some uh, getting ready for some elections. So we talked about what's that role of each of us as leaders. And that certainly is to get out and vote. What these uh, people in that business call GOTV, get out the vote. So we spent some time on that. Tried to make some sense and meaning of that as well. And so I thought that was interesting because we often don't think of ourselves, each and every one, as leaders, but we are. We have a role to play, a contribution to make. And there we were with that opportunity in exercising our right, and as I argued in the podcast, our responsibility to vote. Well, then it was time to give thanks, and I think there's much to give thanks for. And so I did an entire podcast uh, on that. And uh, it was an important one because I do think we have to be honest. We have to be straightforward. We have to deal with those issues that are troubling, that are not helpful for leaders or for leadership. So we did that and gave thanks for those things that are happening that are good. Then we're back to this notion, perhaps the largest discussion of our lifetimes, this choice between autocracy and democracy. I compared and contrasted, this was in episode 21, about the leadership style, the way that it occurs in an autocracy or not, and in a democracy. And they're both difficult. That autocracy really is not leadership. It's just an autocrat. It's a dictator. Democracy, though, is quite difficult because it's not perfect. It's not pure. It has faults and failings and foibles. You might not agree with everything. You might only agree with certain things. But that majority, that we the people we touched on, so important. Then we went back to a large corporation. I did a little corporate review of Boeing. This was in episode 22. And uh, I made the analogy with the, the ship, certainly the Navy, a big part of my life, um, saying it's very, very difficult for the commanding officer, for the leaders of that ship to not be present on the boat. 
Boeing has done that to unfortunately really being confronted with many, many challenges. Frankly, as a result of leadership not being present at the place of construction, where the workers work, where the unions need to sit down with corporate management and leadership. Well, they've done this hopscotch move from Chicago now to uh, Virginia with the primary production facilities nowhere near those places. Uh, Certainly the vast majority in the state of Washington, far from there, and South Carolina. Okay. This led to uh, a podcast on organizational culture. Sort of those fancy words, the theory part, but it has real practice applications. And we spent some time talking about that, which led to a following uh, episode on just a top 10 list. Those of you that remember David Letterman, his nightly TV show, putting a top 10 list up. I did that for leadership uh, at this time to kind of talk about where we are and what those top 10 leadership core competencies are. So um, that was kind of fun. Well, then we had to deal with, frankly, uh, what I call an elephant in the room. And that, of course, is the former president of the United States, Donald Trump. We had to talk about that. And we did. Not an exemplary leader. Talk about truth. Talk about honesty, accuracy. That is really key and critical. And sadly, we spoke about how he does not exhibit those qualities. Well, back to basketball and another exemplary leader. And this was a joy. Uh, Episode 26, talking about Bill Russell, an unbelievably exemplary leader and has been on and off the court throughout his life. I highly enjoyed uh, sharing that story with you all. I hope you all got to hear it. If not, I certainly encourage you to go back and take a look at the great life and leadership life of Bill Russell. I then made a case, this is in episode 28, about the leadership case for a new civil rights movement. Again, from a leadership point of view, not politics, leadership. I made that case in a series of podcasts about what we should do, what we can do, and why it is so important. Follow that in episode 31 with two really important leadership core competencies I've touched on already, but I did a specific podcast on judgment and decision-making. I was followed in 32 by a takeover story, which had real leadership implications, maybe more than implication, reality. And that was the takeover of professional golf. I did a story on the takeover of professional golf by Liv, L-I-V, and the investment fund of Saudi Arabia using money to do what's 
called Sports Washing. Talked about why they did it, how they did it, and how successful they had been at effectively buying some of the best golfers in the world to have them come over for money. Talked about that from a leadership point of view. The lack of transparency and knowledge put out by the people doing this deal somewhat in secret. Board knowledge, player knowledge, absolutely minimal. So that was an important story. Well, then I went back to an institution. In this case, not the Catholic Church, but a similar story with the Baptist who had similar, different, but similar problems with leadership about who could be in a position of leadership, male only, and challenges that they had, like the Catholic Church had and still does have, with sexual abuse. So we talked about the hypocrisy of leadership in the case of the Baptist Convention. That was followed, I think, by an important podcast on compassionate leadership, something I feel really strongly about. And then another series of podcasts on collectivism, the value, the worth, and the benefits of collectivism as a leadership practice and as a leadership principle. After that series, I did a specific podcast on women in leadership, a hugely important component in all of our leadership lives and leadership journeys. I highlighted studies, analytics about the value and the benefits of having women in leadership roles. Well, then we went back to the Congress of the United States talking about congressional leadership failure. Again, a hugely important institution. And I commented that growing up, I had great faith in institutions, certainly in my faith. I believed in the government, in Congress. I thought they were operating in our best interests. We, the people. And what we have found is something dramatically different. And so we spoke about that. I spoke about both sides, not to pick a side, but to talk about leadership, because the style and practice of leadership in the Republican Party is failing. It's dysfunctional. It is a problem. The leadership style and practices of the Democrats, not to choose a side, but the reality of how do they practice leadership, markedly different and markedly noteworthy. I spoke about the new minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, in episode 41. In 42, I went back to this axioms of leadership. And the axiom was, for leadership to be effective, it must be consistent. And then we had some passings, some people that were exemplary leaders again. 
and I always think it's important to revisit these stories. There were so many that we didn't have time for this year, and on that I certainly regret and apologize. But in episode 44, we spent some time on the passing of Rosalind Carter, former First Lady of the United States, and Charlie Munger, the Vice Chair of perhaps the greatest investment fund of our time, Berkshire Hathaway. I spoke about these two very different people, very different lives, very different areas of expertise and leadership practice and how they went about it. But what was similarly is they went about it in an exemplary fashion. Okay, so we talked about a lot. And goodness knows there were many things that we didn't touch on. I'm hoping this next year there will be many more topics that we get to touch on that we haven't this past year. But we're going to continue to look at this broad spectrum. We're going to look socially. We're going to look politically, not to be political, but to talk about leadership. And I would not sort of make that absolutely clear. Leadership. We're going to look militarily. We're going to look governmentally. We're going to look at a broad range of contemporary topics that are impacted for the good or not so good by the leaders that are in charge. The leaders that tell us a story that will help our leadership journeys. So with that, I'll make a closing comment here. Uh, first and foremost, thank you all so much. I wish each and every one of you a happy, happy holiday season. Whatever, whenever, however you are practicing in this holiday time, I wish you the very best and a happy new year. For now, the Dr. John Medker Leadership Podcast is going to take a break as well. A little hiatus for the holidays. We certainly aren't done. In January, we'll be back, and I look forward to that. But for now, we'll take a little break. And again, have a wonderful holiday season. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Dr. John Bedker's Leadership Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell your friends and, of course, please follow our podcast and subscribe. Thank you again for tuning in.